Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Oh, hey, girlfriend. Thanks for coming back and listening to another episode. We are on episode 27 today, and I'd like for that to be a little bit of a piggyback from episode 26. If you listened to last week's episode, I talked about the importance of investing in organization. I have been a professional organizer for years now, and even before I was doing it as a job, I actually really found comfort. And I found uh, importance in investing in organization materials and also my time in order to get my space really working best for me. So it's no different now whenever I go into people's homes and there might be a little bit of questioning like, do I need to invest in these particular supplies, these materials? If so, how do I know which ones? Is it worth the investment? Am I going to drop some cash on this and be like, man, why did I spend so much? Or am I going to do something that's a little bit more budget friendly, but then feel like it's falling apart later and wish that it had longevity in the living in my home and helping me organize? So I just wanted to tackle that a little bit more specifically today. So last week we talked about how you're going to be investing in organization in three different ways. That is going to be first and foremost your time. So this is really just the time 
that you've decided you want to set aside in order to focus on getting organized. And I mentioned, maybe this is a time in your life where you don't have a whole lot of time and you think, I'm just going to organize that junk drawer or the silverware drawer in my kitchen and make that a little less messy. Or maybe this is the time that you want to go big and decide to tackle that garage that has been the bane of your existence for how many years? Okay, I understand. I've seen some garages, girl. Okay, then maybe it's time to tackle your closet now that you guys are getting back to school and getting back into the swing of a new school year or a time of going back to work. If maybe you've been off because of the pandemic and you're slowly but surely starting to get back into the office, whatever your situation is, get really real about the time frame that is going to be really doable for you right now. And listen, don't apologize for not feeling like you can't get your space organized in the way maybe that some of your friends did over the, the time that we were off for summer break. Maybe some of your friends were like, oh, we got this pandemic and the kids are possibly going to be homeschooling and they just really start to finish organized everything. If you didn't do that, that is because that was not the right thing for you to focus your time and energy on then, but maybe now it is. So just make sure that you're giving yourself a little grace there and do what you're capable of doing at this time. Okay. So that's really where the time commitment comes into play. Then I talked about what I'm going to be talking a little bit more specifically about today. I talked about investing in supplies. So sometimes whenever I come to people's homes and they're paying me for the service, this is like the actual labor of me being there to help them. They're going to either be paying me an hourly rate or they're going to be paying me uh, this cool monthly package. So if anybody has any questions about that, you can head over to my contact page, email me. I'll be happy to get you over a price list just so you're aware. But because they are making the investment in having somebody come into their home and help them, then they also might feel like, oh, so I need to cut costs a little bit when it comes to the supplies. Maybe that I'm asking Paige to go pick up for me or that, you know, we're finding around the house. Maybe you're thinking, hmm, do I need to use stuff I already have? Do I need to bite the bullet and go ahead and invest in having some containers that work for me? So again, don't apologize for whatever you feel like is right for your family at this time. I am incredibly understanding of every situation that I go into. And I think that it's amazing if I'm in your home in the beginning because you've asked for help. And that can sometimes not always be the easiest thing for us busy mamas who feel like we need to be doing it all, right? Hey, newsflash, you don't. Please ask for help. It's so important. It makes you feel a little less crazy and alone. So I'm so thrilled already to be in their space that if they then say, okay, Paige, I am happy to pay you and I like totally want you to be there. I'm just wondering if maybe we can get creative about the containers that we're putting in the space. Or maybe they're saying like, look, I am deciding this is the time, this is the year, I'm getting organized once and for all, let's throw everything we got at this and make it really right. And these are the people that usually after I'm done will open their pantry and they'll call me and they'll be like, I'm just standing staring at my pantry right now, or I'm just standing staring at my closet right now, or my kid's playroom. And it is making me breathe a sigh of relief and it is making me feel less stressed. And how about this? If you guys go back and listen to episode two, it's called The Cost of Disorganization. Coincidentally, 
it's chapter two in my book, The Cost of Disorganization. The whole idea behind that chapter and that episode is really, unfortunately, embracing and understanding and realizing the fact that sometimes when we choose to not put in the effort to get organized or the time or the money or whatever, we could actually be doing ourselves a disservice in the long run because what could be happening is you could be wasting money because maybe you're piling so much stuff in a space that you're forgetting that you have things if they're not organized. And so you just keep rebuying those things again. Perhaps some things like we talked about not that long ago, organizing that fridge and perhaps you're shoving stuff in the way back and you're not pulling things out, checking expiration dates. And so you end up wasting things or you might even have like a science experiment, right? Growing in your <laughs> the back of your refrigerator or down in your fruit drawer. So the point is, if you have made the decision, you're going to take the time to get organized. You're going to put in a little bit of that effort or you're going to hire somebody to come and do that. Don't miss this opportunity to put in the proper organizational bins. You want to make sure you're putting in things that are uh, what I'm about to talk about um, in the size and the style and things that are going to have a life in your home in multiple different areas. We're going to dive into that now. And the whole reason I wanted to say to you that this is a great idea is because at the end of the day, this is something that you're not just investing in. Maybe something looks pretty at your house. This is like investing in your sanity. This is making sure that you don't feel that added stress or that anxiety when maybe you're trying to rush out the door and you can't find something because you didn't invest in organizing it, didn't invest in time, maybe didn't invest in the supplies or even invest in having somebody come and help you if you felt like, ah, I've just hit my limit of what I'm capable of doing right now. So if you have decided we're going to get organized, family, then this is what I want you to consider when choosing the right bins. Okay, first, I want you to make sure that you're thinking about choosing the right size. So here's the thing about when you go to choose the right size of the containers for making things not only pretty but work for you, is that you got to go back to that number one essential. When I talk about the three E's, go back to the essential purge. You want to start there because you might think, oh, I have a ton of, let's say you're doing an arts and crafts station for your kiddos, or maybe this might look like a homework station these days. Whether you're homeschooling or your kids are going back to school, this may be a place that they have to land where they're going to be getting arts and crafts done or their homework done. This could like also to be a home office situation for you as well. And you may have decided, I have so many things, so many file folders, or I have so many art supplies for the kids, or I have so many of their uh, kid art that I haven't wanted to throw away because it's just so cute. And then I feel guilty about throwing their stuff away. So I need to make sure I have a big, huge container to house all of these things. Well, guess what? A couple things could be happening there. When you're doing that first step of the purge, when you're getting organized, you want to make sure that you're not holding on to things that are not going to just spark all that joy all over the place when you look at them, okay? Hang on to a couple things. Other than that, maybe it's time to just snap a picture of a couple cute things or, you know, I'm going to put this in the 
show notes, and I'm going to do a specific episode about it going forward too, but I want to say it's called Kid Kive, and basically what it, or Archive, something like that. I'm going to look it up. I'll put it in the show notes, okay? So just scroll down. If you're listening to this episode, scroll down, and you'll see in the show notes, I'll link it, and you guys can go to this and find it, and it's basically a place, it, some of you maybe have done this with Shutterfly in the past as well, where you can take photos of whatever it is, whether it's your cute kiddos or their artwork, and they will compile that into a book or with KidKive, ArtKive, whatever that's called. I'm going to find it out. I feel like it has kid in the title. That's where you actually send in all this awesome artwork that your kids have done. And you can even send in 3D artwork. Like it could be made out of a three-dimensional bowl with googly eyes. You can send it into this box and then they actually assemble a cute little book for you. So the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because when you're choosing the right size of containers, you need to do that purge first because you might think, I have so much stuff. But in actuality, if you're wanting to pare that down and you don't want to buy big, huge containers, if you do things like digitize stuff, or if you do things like purge any of the things that aren't maybe making you feel so great whenever you look at them, and maybe you just want to toss those or recycle those, if they have some recyclable parts, compostable parts, do that by all means. And then all of a sudden you think, I don't need to buy so many huge, gigantic bins. I can buy some cute little baskets. So definitely make sure that before you buy the right size, you're doing two things. You're doing a good purge. And the second part of it is you're going to measure. You want to measure that space before you either hit Amazon or container store or wherever. If you're going to do online shopping or you're going to be in store, you want to make sure you've measured the space that things are going to be going in before you go buy. Because that could save you some time and energy in the long run, too. If you end up getting the wrong size, then you have to deal with, like, the shipping it back label or the taking it into a store if you're not trying to be in a store right now. So make sure you're measuring. And here's a tip. Whenever you get ready to measure the space where things are going, make sure that you're measuring the inside. Is it the inside of a cabinet that you're putting a basket don't measure the outside of the cabinet because then your measurement for that basket to sit in there might be off. And most likely you're not going to want it to take up the entire space. So just sort of mentally or even jot down like, okay, here's the measurement of the cabinet. Let me look for something that's maybe an inch or two smaller all the way around so that it slides in and out easily. And then inevitably, sometimes you might have a bin if it's an open top that something sticks out of. So again, you want to just make sure it's clearing the top of that shelf that you're putting it on. Does that make sense? So you're wanting to do the purge so you don't have so many things that you have to buy gigantic containers for. And you want to make sure you're measuring that space before you buy whatever proper size of a container that you're looking for. Okay. So that is the first thing, choosing the right size container. The next thing is I want you to think about choosing the right style. Okay, so my business, I called everything with style, not because that means you have to be perfectly stylish in every way. Listen, today I'm wearing a tank top. I threw on some makeup, yay, but I actually still have my wet hair because it's summertime, wet hair, don't care. This is the style that's working best for me right now. Okay, I don't need to blow dry my hair. Nobody's going to see me today. I'm hanging out with the kiddos. Uh, my mom, they call her Graham, is painting with the kids downstairs. I actually hear Legos happening downstairs. Are you guys picking that up on my microphone? <laughs> this, is, this is real life, mom life over here. Legos are happening downstairs. Always activities happening when mom's doing a, a podcast recording upstairs. But listen, the whole reason I called it everything with style 
is because when you are living your best organized life, you need to make sure that you're doing it in the style that works best for you. So if you're going down that Pinterest rabbit hole and thinking things look super amazing, and they probably do, yay Pinterest, I want you to really get very real with yourself and say, is that my style though? Am I going to be able to keep that looking great in my home? How about this? Is it going to match my home? What is the vibe of your home? Is it very traditional? Is it modern? Is it contemporary? Is it a cabin in the woods these days as you might be hiding out during all this coronavirus stuff? Whatever your space is, you want to make sure that the the organization bins that you're buying to put in that space actually match, okay? So really sort of consider that. However, if this is the time that you'd like to be changing the style of your house, this could be the first project where you think, you know what? I'm going to step a little bit outside of what I've done in the past. Maybe you've got some great hand-me-downs that have served their purpose. You've got furniture or something like that that's totally served its purpose, but it's not really your style. So maybe this is a chance for you to have a cute little space that you're going to start organizing in the style, the new style that you want to work for you and your family. And then slowly but surely, some new projects might come up where you can start to really design around that favorite new style that you're starting. So just be really real with yourself about what your style is. So this could mean awesome woven baskets. This could mean the white containers the uh, like the plastic containers, uh, it can be baskets too if you want to go white, but maybe you just like the clean look of everything being white and opaque so you don't see things back behind it. That's really my jam. I like the clean whiteness that's opaque where you can't see all the stuff happening inside because I love a cute little label on the outside that tells me what's in there. Additionally, you might like a clear bin because that really is helpful to your brain. That's like, what's in there? I don't want to look at a label. I want to actually see. I want to actually see all the kids' primary colored Play-Doh things that are in there. Or I want to see that that's the container where their stuffed animals live or their neatly folded shirts or their socks or undies live. So if that's your jam and you think that your style is those clear containers, acrylic, plastic, glass jars, whatever it is that works for you, this is the perfect time to make sure that you are putting your style on your containers, okay? Don't forget too that your style really reflects the amount of energy you're willing to put into something. So I like to have, I always suggest it's a good idea, maybe downstairs if, if you've got two stories or more, maybe whenever you guys come in, you want to set your shoes there. You want to set something there at the bottom of the stairs. And as you go up, you want to take it up. Maybe it's a good idea to have a little catch-all basket there. Maybe it's a good idea to have a catch-all open basket near the front door so you can drop some things in there. That way things are not all over the place. So whenever you're considering the, the use for these containers, you want to think, all right, let's be real. What's my style? That also goes for your family. Is your family going to take a top off of something, put something in, and then put the top back on it? If they're not, perhaps you need to be looking for open top containers. Perhaps you need to find a way to install shelving so that on that shelving, you have a bit of a space where you can shove something in that doesn't require a top and then have a totally separate shelf where you can shove something into that basket as well. 
If you are someone who takes the time to take a top off and put it back, consider, do I want one? I know, for example, in my garage, when I was looking for garage containers, I thought, okay, I need something that's going to be sealed all the way, right? So we don't get any creepy crawlies or any water stuff going on in there, right? That protect it from the outside elements. And so I wanted to have clips. I didn't just want to have um, a top that set down on top of the container, but I wanted to actually have clips on the side that really hugged it. And so it braced it tightly, but I didn't want to go with the containers that I've, I did go with container store containers, but I didn't want to go with the ones that I found at container store that had like five or six different closure clasps all around because I thought I'm going to get annoyed and I'm a person who loves organization, but I thought, I want to be able to grab things in and out of the garage. So I did actually do the clear containers because in the garage, I'm okay with it. It didn't have to be all white. Sometimes all white in the garage can get a little tricky, can get a little dirty. So I did the clear plastic containers that only had two snaps. So I knew that I would put things in those two snaps. The cool thing is I can actually slide out one side, pop open one of those, shove in whatever it needs to be like a helmet, a ball, a baseball glove, a you know, something like that, right? You can shove that in, quickly snap the top, slide it back in. That was going to work best for me, and I also felt like everybody in my family would be down to do that same thing. So that was my garage style, okay? Maybe in the show notes, I might even pop in a little link to check out what my uh, garage organization looks like. So if I forget that, I'm going to go back and listen. Hopefully I won't. But if I happen to forget that, you can always find it at Everything with Style Mom on Instagram and just scroll down and, and look for my garage. Okay, so we've talked about two of the three things that we're focusing on today when choosing the right containers. Number one, you choose the right size. Number two, you choose the right style. And number three, you're going to choose multi-purpose containers if you have this option. So let me explain a little bit about what that means. If you have, for example, some seating needs, but you also want storage, there are lots of different things that you can buy. Ottomans that will pop the top open. You can store stuff down inside put the top back on that's cushioned, and then voila, you've got seating. So that's an option. I really love having multi-purpose containers. So think about your space. Think about what it is you're wanting to organize at this time. Could you maybe consider choosing a container that has more than one use? That's kind of a fun thing. Sometimes this is the same with toys. In the past, I've talked about how my kiddos had one of those kid fridges, and instead of it just being a toy, I actually used it for storage so I could stick some things in there to tuck away because that was down in our living room space. So what else could you have? How about maybe a coffee table that has some storage underneath it? So right now, I have a coffee table. Actually, I have a really cool coffee table. I'm going to talk about it more on another episode because I'm going to do this thing that where we talk about double-duty furniture. But this particular coffee table is awesome. I got it from Living Spaces and I lift up the top of it and it becomes like, you know, if you want to eat your meals in the living room while you're watching a movie or uh, this was something when I lived in New York, we had that same coffee table and I got to write my thank you notes and stuff like that after we had gotten married or for birthday gifts or something, right? It became a desk, you know, so that was pretty cool. This is how I like to use it in the way of storage. Underneath, I made sure when I bought a coffee table that there was another area below the actual tabletop 
that housed some baskets. So in the past, before I had kids, I didn't need as much storage. We all know <laughs> those kids come along, especially if you got more than one and there's the stuff, right? You got to have the stuff and it's typically making its way in the main living space. So you got to hide it. So it doesn't look like the kids have taken over, especially after they've gone to bed. Okay. So what I have chosen to do and uh, I'm going to mention that I got this from Pier 1, but I'm hearing, I don't know if Pier 1's going out of business or what, but I keep getting all of these emails from Pier 1 saying, you know, I don't know if it's going out of business sale, but mega, mega sales. And it looks like at least where we are in California, in the Los Angeles area where I've gone to Pier 1 before, that it's not going to be there anymore. So I'm going to tell you I got these baskets there, but you can find these baskets anywhere. And actually now might be the time to shop Pier 1 because... They've got great prices. So these baskets that I have underneath my coffee table are open baskets, right? I just talked about, think about your style. These baskets are for the kids. We have one basket that's a Lego basket. So if you're doing Legos downstairs in the living room, you want to make sure that you consider if the kids are going to be doing them, how fast can they put things away? So that way you're not yelling at your kids all the time. Kids, clean up, clean up. By the way, I got to tell you, if you're that mom who feels like you're yelling at your kids to clean up after themselves all the time, just, just jump in lightning fast and try to help them do it because I can't tell you how much like hot air that I expel just getting onto the kids about, can you clean up? Can you clean up? And I just learned not that long ago, instead of doing that, when I want them to clean up, I might give them like a five minute warning, but then I say, okay guys, I'm going to help you clean up. Let's do this together. And then all of a sudden I'm not yelling at them a hundred thousand times to do it because it's getting done. So this is one of the ways that they do it faster. If I have these open baskets that don't have tops, we can just scoop up those Legos really quickly, especially if there's the three of us doing it together, toss them in and then shove that open basket underneath the coffee table. Done. I have a second basket that's not Lego related and we just call it the miscellaneous basket. So these are just like the little randoms that fit in there. Done. Toss them in, go on about your merry way. Mom didn't have to yell at the kids so many times. Kids don't think mom's a crazy lunatic and super annoying nag. You know, you know, when you're trying to clean up, sometimes you can be called a nag or they can think about it. <sighs> All right. Here's the thing. When you are choosing these baskets or bins or whatever, and you're thinking about multi-purpose, I want you to consider this too. Can you... Perhaps if you decide, okay, it's been for the kids' Legos for a while, but now we're moving or now we're getting a new coffee table and I can't put those same baskets under that coffee table for whatever reason. Can you take that basket and repurpose it, put it in a different place? Well, I know that I could because I have a neutral basket that matches my style and it also is the proper size that I could use under a bathroom sink. I could use it in my pantry. I could use it in one of the kids' rooms. I could use it as a catch-all basket when you walk in the front door at, on a, like an entryway table. I can use it in my kitchen over to the side on a bookshelf that I have. So think about that. When you're choosing the right container, does it function in multiple places in your home? If your child loves hot pink, or chartreuse, or lavender, and that is something that you're using as the pop of color in their room or in their playroom, by all means, 
it is okay to buy something that's going to kind of paint you into a corner, <laughs> so to speak. If your kiddo just absolutely loves that, or if you walk in and it's bright and beautiful and it makes you smile because it's their style, perfect. Do it. And perhaps even if you decide you are going to use it in a different space, maybe it's something that you can even give a little paint to, do a little spray paint or something. You could paint it silver and pop it in into a different location. So all bets are not off if you do decide to paint yourself into a corner with a bright, shiny uh, color of a container. But just know that it might have a little bit more longevity at your house if your kiddos decide they want to change their style and they don't love that very specific color anymore you might actually be able to repaint it or reuse it in a different spot. So that's it for today. I want to remind you again that it is a great idea and totally worth it to invest in organization. It will make you a calmer, less stressed person. It will make you less late for things because you're not hunting for stuff that you need. It is there organized right in front of you. And these are the things that you want to keep in mind whenever you are organizing your space and choosing the right container. Number one, again, you want to choose the right size. So do that purge and measure things properly before you choose the right size of your container. Number two, you want to make sure that this fits your style. So choose the right container that's going to fit your style. And three, your multi-purpose containers. You want to make sure that if you are purchasing a container and that container is going to serve you in one spot, you're going to get more bang for your buck if you make the decision to get a neutral basket that you can use in multiple places in your home. All right. So I hope this is helpful for you today. You guys hang in there. If you are getting organized, if you are maybe a little bit stressed about getting back into school and what that's going to look like this year, in the words of my sweet Uncle Larry, I would just like to remind you that it's all going to be all right. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.